Paul and Angie Lingzo, founders of the Lingzo Fitness Academy, bring you the missing piece. Mission, mindset, and mechanics for your complete transformation. As creators of the Anti-Diet Mindset Reprogram, Paul and Angie have all the missing pieces you need to make the leap to your best life. Welcome to The Missing Piece. What's up, everybody? I caught Angie off guard. I hit regard while she was I hit record while she was chugging water. Anyway, we're going to talk today about the real missing piece to getting in shape. The re- like this is it. What is it? We find we've discovered it for everybody. I can't tell you because first I got to tell you to leave a review <laughs> on iTunes. <laughs> leave a review on iTunes. Uh, written review, five stars, or however many stars you feel were. However many does stars match the value that you you feel that we provide. And go do that. And then go check out missingpeacepodcast.com. Join our free Facebook group. Go to our website. See when our um, next, see, see what's going on with our anti diet coaching program. And, um, you know, hang out with us on the internet. Cool. Cool. All right. You ready for the. What's the big missing the piece? The big missing piece. This is everything. And this is with all your health? I think it might be all of life. I think it might be all of life. Okay. Yeah. It's excitement. You got to be excited about it. Yeah. You do. And it doesn't mean that it's all sunshines and rainbows. It doesn't mean it's not hard. Doesn't mean it's not stressful. Doesn't mean it's not stressful, but damn, you got to be excited about it. Right. Like, you know, you just do. You're given this one life to live in. And I was, um, no matter what the storm, it can be exciting as heck. Yeah. And I can't, you know, so sometimes I talk about, you know, I do a couple things in our Facebook group every week. I write Facebook posts on my personal page. So sometimes I forget what I talked about. But just to, to frame it, like how I kind of came up with this is, um, you know, I've had the least consistent stretch here with lifting weights that I've had in working out period that I've had probably ever, you know, so in November, so I was lifting and running all the way up until November. And then November, we spent almost the entire month traveling, almost the entire month traveling. So I I continued on with my running because I was still excited about it. And I couldn't really lift. I lifted a little bit, I think, at Chris and Marlene's house. Maybe did I go to, no, I didn't go to a gym because of COVID. Maybe I just lifted in between road trips. And either way, it doesn't matter. But by December, like that whole crazy madness of having closed our gym in October and then spent all of November traveling to see family and and deal with things and, you know, whatever, um, I, I was, I was just tired. I didn't feel good. I didn't feel like working out. It was cold. It was dark. I just didn't feel like it. So I didn't, you know, same with nutrition. I didn't feel like cutting. I, you know, I didn't feel like being low on calories. So I didn't, you know, I just maintained. So my calories at maintenance and then, you know, basically went over it. My maintenance numbers a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, which is fine. And in January, I was excited to lift again. I lifted for a month and a half and we moved. Which basically put me out for another month of lifting. Well, first our garage heater broke and then we moved. So that put me out for about another month and month of lifting. 
Can you believe I was still going back to the house without that garage heater working and putting on my snow hat and my mittens and lifting? Yeah, that's pretty savage. <laughs> I mean, that is like, I was like, no, I'm good. So, so what, what, she, what Angie's saying is <laughs> for, firstly, we moved out of our house. So, so first we moved out of the gym, right? So now our gym is in our garage in Chicago. And then we moved out of our house. It's not Chicago. It's in Clarendon Hills, suburbs of Chicago. We moved out of our house in Clarendon Hills and we moved into my mom's house. And we did that so that we could empty our house and get it prepared for a move to Texas without our kids just getting into everything. So we did that. So then we would drive from my mom's house in, in Burr Ridge to our house in Clarendon Hills to work out. Then my garage heater broke. It's a little propane construction heater. And it's like, it's cold. It's zero. It's zero. It's minus seven outside. It's zero in this uninsulated garage. And I just said, you know what? That's a sign. I'm done. <laughs> you know, I'm only going to be able to do it for another week or two anyway before the movers, you know, take it all, take it all it down. down. So I was just like, no, nah, I'm, I'm good. Angie was not good. Angie did it to the last second. I uh, really am a savage. You really are. Nothing stops me. No. <laughs> and Which is why we're good together. Yeah. <laughs> because everything stops me. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, we just compliment each other. Yeah. We have our strengths together and, you know. Yeah. So, and, so anyway, so that was a long laugh, but <laughs> the point is now I'm getting back into it. We're, we're settled-ish in Texas. We got the home gym set up. We kind of have a lay of the land in terms of what our, you know, daily and weekly schedules are going to look like. We got at least a little bit of an idea and I'm excited again. And all the work that like I'm going to do between now and the rest of the year in terms of physical output, you know, I'm excited about it. So are you saying you have to be excited about your nutrition and your fitness to want to do it? Are you just saying that? Mm, I think you like, have to be excited about when life. You get, yeah, I was going to say when you get to a yeah. certain point and you physically just feel really good, your mental and emotional just feel really good too, that you're excited every day. I think when everything's in alignment, you just feel good about, you just get excited about life. So it doesn't matter if you took a little bit of time off because it was cold and no. we were moving, you were still excited about life. You I was just excited weren't. about life. I wasn't excited about that piece of my life. I didn't, okay. This is what I was trying to get clarity on. Yeah. It was, yeah. I just didn't feel like doing it. Right. You know what I mean? And I was, I was, I was so excited about moving to Texas. I was so excited about all the stuff that was going on in our business. And it was cold. <laughs> yeah. So like what I guess I was trying to get at is like excitement is about life in general, and it might look different at different mm-hmm. stages or phases of life. And there might be times you're not excited about your actual nutrition and your fitness, but you might still do it to do it. Yeah. Or yeah. you might choose to take a break because there's other things that are priority as excitement. Yes. Yes, that's exactly right. And so... I was just trying to like get clear on where I mean, you were going. Nine, nine times... I don't even know where I was going, really. <laughs> like nine times out of ten, I wouldn't have taken a break. But I would have known. I, but I also knew I was just going to get right back to it. You know, so in December, I was like physically, I'm physically and emotionally. I was just run down in December. It was a long year. You know, there was a lot of stuff on our plate, you know. And so I was just I just didn't feel like it. I just wasn't excited about that. And I was actually just excited about chilling at home and just 
That's what I was trying to get to. You were still excited. Like, you might not have been doing that, but you were excited to take a break, actually, to let your body Mm -hmm. mentally and emotionally recover. mm -hmm. Like, that's what you needed. Yes. And, you know, so so in, in the grand scheme of things, over the course of 20 years, to miss what ended up ultimately being, you know, between December and February, eight weeks, let's call it, to miss eight weeks in 20 years. Who, who cares? You know what I mean? Like, um, in, in, that's not an exaggeration, by the way. I've maybe missed a week here and there, but like to, to go completely off from training, I just have. And why? Because I like it because it makes me feel excited. And, you know, the point is some, sometimes people are like, how do you how do you enjoy it so much? And it's just a different lens. Because you can look at it as a chore. And when you look at it as a chore, how are you going to get excited about that? You know, same with your work. How are you going to get, how are you going to do really good at your work? How are you going to do really, how are you going to be excellent at your work? If you're not excited about it, how, I mean, you can't, how are you really going to get good fitness results? I hate the word fitness, by the way. I don't know why I just said it, but I just do. Just what would this, you like to use instead? Like how, like, I don't know. Like, how are you actually going to get jacked? Right. Like, how are you actually going to get into the shape that's going to make you proud of the way you looked on your vacation? How are you actually going to do that if you're not excited about it? If every workout is like some sweat sesh, like some sweat sesh punishment beat down, like you're punishing yourself for being too fat and you're, and you're, and you're literally just like dragging yourself there. That's not <laughs> nothing's going to happen. Not in the long term anyway. But if you're super excited about who you're becoming and lifting is a part of it, then you're going to be fired up to lift. Now you just said it excited about who you're becoming yeah, or who you have become or who, yeah. Or who you have become. Yeah, absolutely. And that's why it didn't matter that you took a break from something that you love so much because you already know who you've become in the process. Yeah, for sure. And I always tell people like when we're trying to figure out what way they like to move their body or what way they like to eat or their relationship with food. I'm like, Hey, it doesn't matter what it is or your job. You just have to like it. You mm-hmm. don't have to love it right off the bat because we understand a lot of change requires some growth in a different way. And sometimes it's going to be you're going to have some resistance. You're not going to like it right away, but you got to find at least a small way to like it. And eventually it'll turn to love. Like I did not like working out, but I knew who I was going to become in the process of it. And then I started right. to love it when I explored and found the right fit for me. And now I'm excited every single day to do right. some type of movement. So like during this big move and stuff, it didn't bother me that it didn't look like my normal program in my normal environment. For me, just throwing a weight over my head or doing a push up, it just excites me. It makes me feel good. But again, like you said, you got to look at it from a different lens and what you want out of it. Well, to excite you. Yeah, totally. And that's why, I mean, that's why we do so much. I mean, pretty much right at the beginning of any of our programs, we, we try new mindset stuff where we, where we talk about who you want to become and we, and we let you map out who you want to become because that's what's going to get you going in the right direction. You know, so many, like so many people. Well, then we ask, okay, that person you want to become, what you do know, you think they're doing? Well, yeah, exactly. Like, how did they get there? <clears throat> and then you cause, and then you, you, you create that alignment. But so many people come to us with, with goals that are, you know, negative goals, meaning I don't want to be this anymore. I don't. And so what they think is 
I don't want to be this. So I can, I don't want to be fat. I don't want to be, I saw this picture in my vacation and I, and I was disgusted. I was embarrassed. I tried on clothes and I was crying in the dressing room. Like they have these moments and they're running away from that. And they think like, okay, so I have to be, I I can't be that anymore. And we're like, cool. Right. But then you work with us. We're like, we're not going to say you can't be that. What we're going to say is who do you want to be and go towards that. Stop running away from that negative. Start going towards that positive because you're going to find a lot more grace for yourself in there that you're human. And it's like it's whole issue with tolerance. Tolerance is a bullshit concept. You know, I shouldn't tolerate people. That's the worst thing you can do for somebody is tolerate them. Tolerate means and I don't have a dictionary in front of me, but it means to endure something to endure someone like they're so terrible. You have to endure them. Well, that's not very loving. (laughs) You know what I mean? And so, and again, internal and external match. So if you're just tolerating people, that means you're just tolerating yourself. That's no way to go through life. Just enduring yourself things, having things you hate about yourself and just endure them. Right. And I wish I had my computer so I could look up the actual definition, but it's something like that. I promise you. And there's a point to this. And the point is that if you look at yourself lovingly, that doesn't mean you can't change. It just means that you accept yourself for who you are, that you're a human. And you accept yourself warts and all, but that you also love yourself enough to know what you're capable of and to to change the things where you know you could do better. That's what it means. And so if you start to look at yourself that way, now you don't have to tolerate some a person anymore. I don't tolerate you. I don't tolerate your quirks. I don't tolerate your viewpoints because they're different than mine. I accept you because you're a human who has a different model of the world. And maybe I get curious about your viewpoints and it leads to a better relationship. You know, and you're going to get, if you want to just tolerate things about yourself, that's what you're going to get. You're going to get a whole bunch of no change. It's terrible. Love yourself, accept yourself, but then get curious about what, what you can change and who you can get curious about who you can actually become, get excited about who you can become. And then it's a whole different ballgame, a whole different journey. Excitement, the missing piece. It is, man, because then you no longer need discipline. You literally no longer need discipline because you're just, you're just fired up. And you know, the question I always ask people when they start Mm. in the process of becoming that person. You're already there. What emotions do you wake up with or what thoughts do mm-hmm. you have? Right. And I have them list them out. And like for myself or some other people, it's I want to be curious. I want to be at peace, happy, mm-hmm. confident, all these things. And I'm like, OK, so during this process, when you wake up, think about that and think about those thoughts and emotions every single morning and watch yourself get closer to who that person is that you want to become and during that, it's pretty cool because they get excited about mm-hmm. each day. They don't dread it anymore, waking up and feeling the way they used to or jumping on the scale and thinking they're fat anymore. They're just excited because they know they're making strides towards becoming mm-hmm. a better person and having a more exciting life. And I've had people ask me in the last few months with my mom passing away and us having all these big transitions in life. They're like, how do you still walk around like happy and excited? And I'm like, 
Because I literally am. (laughs) I know that there is some shit I have been dealing with. I said, but this is who I am. I literally love life to the fullest, but it's because I'm constantly finding ways to excite me and I'm working towards it all Mm -hmm. the time. But yeah, like you're right. Like you just got to feel excited or find something that sparks it inside Mm -hmm. of you. Yeah. Find something that sparks inside of you. That's, that's exactly right. And it might seem small, but I like counting macros and it excites me. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like, that's part of it. Well, it's funny because, like, you know and I know. I know so clearly what I want. Well, you know and I know that. Anybody who who's, who's, wants to get in shape, you know what they got to do, right? They got to count their macros. They have to lift. They're not intuitively eating. They're by not the intuitively way. eating. They, they they get they count their macros. They lift nor, they lift moderate to moderately heavy weights for middle of the road reps. That's all they and, and they do. rest two minutes between sets. And their cardio is like walking. Maybe some of them run. Oh my god, it's me. We know that. Yeah. But that's too boring for most people. And, and it's not sexy enough. It's not sexy enough or it doesn't feel like you're doing enough. So if you've ever felt like, man, I, that workout just wasn't hard enough for me. I need something harder. I need to sweat more. I need my heart rate up higher. I, I would challenge you to look into that because you might be thinking, Paul, like that workout's not hard enough or Paul, that's too boring. You know, you might be thinking like, oh, man, this is that's um, that might work for you, but it doesn't work for me. Like, no, it works for everybody. Like literally every person you see, every fitness model, every who every person who's in that shape, that's what they did to get there. And when you are thinking that's not hard enough or that's too boring, it's because you're still running away from a negative. You're still punishing yourself for not being who you want to be rather than just being fired up about who you can become. Yeah, for you know? sure. And that, I mean, that's, that's really the bottom line. And, um, shit, I had another train of thought that I just lost, but we're going to have to come back to that. Okay. Hmm. I don't know how to help you find it. Hmm. All right. Anyway. Well, the exciting. Yeah, I think that's it. That was maybe that wasn't the whole train of thought. The excitement piece is getting fired up about who you can become, and then you don't require discipline, and that's the missing piece. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll just end it there. <laughs> How's that sound? Any parting words, Ange? I don't think so. Cool. I'm good. All right. Well, guys, catch you later. We'll catch you later.